Welcome to the Shelf Made Podcast, your weekly snackable size podcast for the consumer packaged good industry. What's going on? Welcome to the Shelf Made Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well today. Wow, we are moving through 2021 at light speed. And I don't know if you feel the same way as I do, but the energy around this year and the upcoming months, it just seems so positive and hopeful and so much different than the past year. I know last year was a difficult one for most brands, but today we're chatting with a brand that absolutely crushed their first year in Bamani Cold Buzz. This alcohol-infused cold brew coffee has opened up over a thousand doors over the last year and is hitting on so many trends in the market. We talk with two of the founders about what the secret is to their fast start, how they planned their initial launch success, and how timing has set them up for a strong 2021. Now let's get to this interview, and I hope you enjoy this great episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Shelf Made Podcast. Very excited to have Kai and Amin uh, from Bomani. Uh, I've been shocked and really wowed by uh, the traction that Bomani's had since joining the platform and, and since they've launched. Um, I think very few brands really execute on a high level early on. And I think a lot of brands go to market quickly and then just kind of figure it out as they go. And I've just kind of been overly impressed by the execution from these two and and wanted to get them on the podcast to kind of talk and hopefully impart some wisdom and and maybe a playbook that some other brands can kind of replicate early on. So I don't know if, if either of you want to kind of take the first question, but I'd love to know just a background on the company, where the idea came from, and then maybe a background on both of you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us on, Cameron. Um, really appreciate uh, the opportunity to tell our story. Um, so Bomani Cold Buzz was founded by myself, Kai, who's on this call right now, and our third uh, co-founder and CEO, Sam. Um, the three of us are all from California originally. Uh, and after graduating from college in 2017, we moved out to New York to pursue careers in finance. Um, we met in these very like weird, serendipitous ways. Uh, and our relationship was formed mostly around a shared struggle um, or frustration that a lot of people across generations that live fast-paced, uh, you know, time-strapped, high-intensity lives experience, but even people who are just, you know, social people in general, um, which is we would come home on a Friday night after like an 80 or 100-hour work week. We would literally take off our ties and we would pull shots of espresso and chase our tequila shots with espresso to wake ourselves up before going out. Um, we also loved espresso martinis. Uh, and anytime we had an opportunity to make or enjoy a cold brew cocktail, we were doing that as well. Um, in a pinch, we were reaching for energy drinks, but they're just so bad for you that like we avoided those as much as we possibly could. But over time, what we started to realize as we looked around was, man, we're not the only people that are having this problem. Like there's a lot of people who really want a better alternative to alcohol and caffeine. Um, and we defined better as healthier, tastier, and more convenient. So what we set out to do was to create something that checked off those three core pillars, healthier, tastier, more convenient. So in 2018, we started spending time on top of our normal day jobs, which, I mean, I was working at BlackRock, Kai and Sam were working at two different investment banks, respectively, coming home super late at night, spending hours on end from like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. sometimes, or even later into the morning, um, literally grinding away on what was a project at the time. And during that time, we felt like we discovered the sense of purpose, like the second wind of motivation. And we named the drink Bomani because Bomani literally translates to, to have purpose. And it was that, that moment, that realization of like, 
this drink empowers individuals to pursue their purpose without sacrificing their social lives or their physical health. So with all that motivation, with the, with the mission behind the brand, um, we quit our jobs in early 2019 and pretty much spent the entire year building out the infrastructure for the business, doing our angel round of, of our capital raise, uh, finding manufacturers, distributors, retailers, uh, you know, every opportunity we could to set the business up for success. Um, two weeks before shelter in place in 2020, uh, we launched the product, not realizing we were staring down a global pandemic. Um, I'll let Kai kind of dive into, you know, more of the story about like how we grew during that time. But what I'll say is that um, from a fundamentals perspective and, and to your point about like launching fast, I, I will say, you know, and I'm sure we're going to dive into this a little bit more that like, you know, strangely enough, the silver lining in all of this was that we became a much more uh, strong fundamental business because of the pandemic than we would have had we just launched the way that we were planning, right? Our original plan was very much like, let's be experiential. Let's make sure people can consume the product during an experience and create the brand really with an on-premise focus because of the value add that the product has in the on-premise. Um, and that all shifted. So one thing that I left out, um, specific call outs about the product. So, uh, and then I'll just pass it over to Kai to talk a little bit about like our, our expansion, but um, Bomani Cold Buzz is obviously alcohol infused cold brew coffee. It's 110 calories, no carbs, no sugar. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, kosher, non-GMO, and keto-friendly. We only use 100% ethically sourced Arabica bean cold brew coffee. We actually blend it with the same base alcohol, sugar brew, that goes into products like White Claw and Truly. Um, and we actually won the World Beverage Innovation Award for the best ready-to-drink beverage of uh, 2020. We beat out um, UK, we beat out Pepsi and we beat out a couple of other newcomers to the, to the game. So we're really proud of the liquid that we've created. And um, I think that speaks a lot to the ability for us to actually grow with consistency. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that the pandemic really shifted a lot of brands that weren't, were already out in the market. Right. So I think a lot of them shifted to, to online sales and, and really kind of focus. And, and I've been saying kind of overcorrected a little bit, but it was really hard for a lot of brands who were looking to grow their distribution, get into new stores to actually get the attention of buyers. I mean, you guys have scaled up to, I believe almost a thousand doors at this point, uh, a little bit over a year in. So how was it getting, what was the sales approach? I mean, what, what was the kind of playbook and, and blueprint to go out and get those accounts? Um, and how are the accounts doing? I mean, is it resonating? What's the velocity looking like? And, and how are customers finding your product? You know, and when some of the tools that, you know, aren't really available to us outside of a pandemic, like demos and things like that aren't available. Yeah, yeah, I can take this one. This is Kai. Um, I lead a lot of our retail and distribution stuff. So one of the things that Amin sort of touched on first from like speaking about a liquid perspective, Bomani is actually combining the two fastest growing subcategories in all beverage really, which is hard seltzers because we use the same sugar cane fermented alcohol as the hard seltzers and cold brew coffee. So speaking about like from the liquid, it is showing very much a need um, in a trending category. So the buyers really understand that. They understand these two categories and sort of what our, our proposition is being the better for you sort of product that's coming along and innovating this category. And it's not a me too. Um, so we're not competing with the hard seltzers or any of the brands that are sort of out there in the market right now. We're innovating a new category. Um, and Belmonte is a complimentary product. We always say whether you're 
um, starting off your brunch, you're going out for the afternoon, any type of drinking occasion, you always start off your drinking occasion with Bomani. So it's actually adding incremental value to that, um, to that retailer. Because even if you're producing good velocity, if you're taking away from another brand, a retailer might not really want to bring you in. So they see the opportunity with Bomani. And then we really want to drive deep. Um, so although we've expanded now into about a thousand doors, a lot more coming on soon, uh, we're really focused with where we want to go. We turn down a lot more opportunities than we actually take on uh, because we want to be narrow focused with building our brand and where we can really support the partners and making sure that consumers are aware of the product so that they're pulling it off. Um, so we're much more focused on velocities than the number of PODs really right now. Um, and that's really paid off in dividends for us. I mean, one of the announcements, I know this is... Um, airing next week. So I can announce this because we're actually announcing it on Friday. Uh, we actually are launching in every single Safeway in Northern California, uh, about 240 stores, huge opportunity for us. But we've been really focused on our program um, with them to make sure the consumers are aware of the product, pulling it off uh, through digital rebates, just a lot of different programming. Um, and we've been one of the top 20 in the top about 25 percentile of any brand in their entire chain over the first six weeks in terms of velocity. So it's really paying dividends. We've been doing it with our other uh, retailers that we've launched into with Whole Foods. Um, and it's allowed us to really scale that, take that story and that case study to larger retailers as we're now showing with Safeway um, and just showing that it's a replicable model um, and that consumers are continually coming back and uh, the product's really resonating with them. Yeah, I love that. I mean, no one is going to be like, okay, well, I have my six pack of beer, so I'm not going to buy Bomani, right? They're going to usually buy both. And uh, I would assume like they're probably not going to say, does it come in a four pack or a six pack or? Four pack. Right. So I doubt someone's going to sit down and drink a four pack probably, right? So it's something they're probably buying. They're going to have one or two, or, uh, you know, throughout the week. Um, but they're not like just like crushing a four pack, like instead of like their beer or their wine purchase. So that, that incremental sale part is definitely key. Um, you know, the branding and everything, it's, it's definitely very slick, right? Kind of like the all black look, like what was behind the branding, the messaging. Uh, I think I saw some guy got like a, like a, like a tattoo, right. Of the logo. So, I mean, you guys have buy-in pretty early of, of the product and, and it looks like it's, it's really resonating online too. So what's been the strategy there? Yeah. So all things brand, um, it was, uh, we kind of looked at ourselves, right? And we were like, okay, we sit in our target demographic. What do we want, right? What am I, what am I sick of seeing? What would stand out to me? Um, what do I want to be seen with, right? And like, that was really the, the, the mental approach. It's like, okay, once we got the name, right? Bomani to have purpose, cold buzz, play on cold brew, um, and then cold brew with a sting. We have our stylized B logo. Um, and, you know, it, it all kind of plays into each other, right? Bomani cold buzz is cold brew with a sting. Um, and our logo articulates that. Um, but when it came to the actual like stylization of the product, we would walk up and down the, you know, the aisles at our, our Whole Foods in Manhattan, um, the one on Bowery specifically, uh, and we would look at the products on the shelves and over and over, we were like, man, this is like the most desperate attention grab on every single package. Everything is so overpopulated with copy and text and noise and colors and white, and just like in your face. It was like maximalism to its T, right? To like to its core. And uh, we kind of just said what would stand out is just to go completely against the grain and go very minimalist, sleek. You look at the package, you know what it is, right? Immediately right in front of your face, it's alcohol infused cold brew coffee. Um, I've always kind of thought about like when uh, I'm at a pregame or when I'm with my friends and I'm entertaining people and they open my fridge, that is one of the most like 
it's weird to say this, but it's like a very intimate look into what you're putting into your body, right? Your, your, your guests are opening the fridge and they see what is in your fridge and they make assumptions, judgments, good, bad, and different about what type of products you put, you know, into your body, what type of products you serve your guests. And we always wanted to be that brand that was like, you know, an art installation inside of that fridge so that when you see the white can and the black can next to each other in our future innovations or future SKUs, they would all work together very nicely to make a statement in a positive way about the person that was consuming our product. Yeah, I think that I think that definitely sticks out. And I think, again, you usually see a lot of brands early on year two or three, they like to, well, we did a brand refresh, or we had to go through repackaging. And so taking the time to just execute it correctly, you know, initially and making sure that, hey, this is packaging, we can one kind of get our footprint into, but then scale with you're just saving yourself like a lot, you know, starting a tech company, but I hadn't before there's this like term called technical debt where it's like, you can do a lot of things like in short change it and kind of just uh, copy and paste and just kind of figure out ways to hack it together. But you're going to acquire a lot of technical debt and then you're going to have to come back and pay that later on and really go back. And I see, I view it as the same way with like almost brand debt where it's like, if you don't take the time to really ask yourself the right questions in the beginning, you're going to have to go back and fix that later on. And it's just going to put you in a bind when you're ready to scale. Um, so, so what's, what's next and what's a good 21 look like for you too, and, and for the team and, and kind of what's on the docket, obviously the Safeway launch, but what, what are you guys looking to accomplish, you know, at the end of this year to know that this was a really good year too? Yeah. I'll let Kai take this one. Yeah, I think uh, really right now with um, where we're at in 2021 and through the rest of the year, really focused on just driving deep in the geographies that we are, um, really starting to layer in as we're having these chain launches, really starting to layer in with the independence and all this stuff and sort of integrating into the culture. Um, we like to say sort of like neighborhood immersion. So really going deep with where we are, starting to layer, there's additional chains coming on in each of the geographies, really sort of being focused on the, the West Coast with uh, California and Arizona, really specifically along with New York, driving deep, having the product really start to resonate with the consumer. We're still so young in our life cycle that like, I would say less than 1% of 1% of the population knows that Bomani's uh, exists, yet alone even hard coffee, which is growing exponentially. Um, so we really would want to be continuing to lead this category, um, really driving deep with our retail partners. And then as the world's starting to open up, um, really starting to activate uh, through the different stuff that we sort of plan on early, um, which I'll let Amin dive a little bit more into, but like with the on-premise as uh, music starts to come back, sports, uh, sport outings, like all the different stuff where Bomani really plays perfectly um, to really integrate into the way of life uh, of, the, of people's lives. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, sorry. Oh, God. No, you're no, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I think if there's one thing that we've learned over the last year, it's like fundamentally, what are the questions and the challenges that the consumer runs into with the product and the category? And then answering those questions as effectively as we possibly can. And the three pillars that we've run into is how to drink Bomani, when to drink Bomani, and where to get Bomani. And it's like, when you answer those three questions, either experientially to Kai's point through the on-premise, uh, through demos, uh, through your social media, or your digital presence, whatever it is. Uh, when you answer those questions, it's it's like a no-brainer. It's you, you, you watch the velocity kind of just take off. Um, one of the unique things about the drink is that most RTDs are not very versatile. So when people think of an RTD, they think like, okay, this is just the final form, right? I'm not doing too much to my hard seltzer once I've cracked it open. What's really cool and unique about Bomani is that 
you can enjoy it ice cold out of the can. You can enjoy it over ice. You can have it with cream and sugar, or you can have it as the base to a coffee cocktail. You can drink it at, you know, we always say like it's intended to electrify life celebrated moments. Like when somebody walks into a pregame with a four pack of Bomani, it's that lightning bolt moment of like, yes, everyone's like awake and ready to go. Same thing with a brunch. Everyone's awake and ready to go. And it's that first drink of the experience and you can drink it however you choose to drink it. That's a completely unique experience in the entire RTD space. And it's specific to our space within the hard coffee category. So I think that's really like what I'm thinking about right now is like, how do we further deepen those three things? How do we further explain to people how to drink it, when to drink it and where to get it? Um, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's really what I'm most focused on right now. I think timing plays such like a big part, like in, in if brands are successful, right? And like you look at the time and I, I try to be optimistic about everything that's going on, right? And we see signs that hopefully things are opening back up a little bit. And I think it's going to, some people think, hey, listen, it's going to be a slow kind of like roll back into it. And some people think, hey, listen, I think people are just going to dive in and want experiences and be going out and just be living their best life when things start opening back up. And I think this drink like can really encapsulate that feeling, right? Like, okay, it's like, it's go time. Like things are open. Let's go out and have fun again. And like, this is like the generator for that. And so I think timing is also just like so critical and just given your branding and your positioning, I mean, I think there's just so much room to grow. And, you know, like even on this, you know, th this recording right now, I'm thinking of like different SKUs and cool applications for it. And like, I can't wait till I go to brunch in the future and there's just like a Bomani like tap. So, I mean, things like <laughs> that are like, that's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, uh, listen, it's been awesome to, to work with both of you. I think like, I'm, I'm really excited to, to be a part of the, of the brand and see where it grows in the future. And, and I wish you two nothing but success for anybody who's listening, uh, where can maybe they connect with you and, and learn more about the brand. Yeah. So pretty much all of our social handles, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, it's just at drink Bomani, B-O-M-A-N-I. And then our website is www.drinkbomani.com. Um, those are the two place, two best places to interact with us. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Tons of uh, good nuggets here. And then hopefully some of the brands take some, uh, some lessons away from it. I really appreciate it. Appreciate Thank you, Cameron. It. Really appreciate you, man. That is all we have for you this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for topics or people we should interview for upcoming episodes, feel free to email us at contact at WeStock.io. And if you have any questions about WeStock, feel free to check us out at WeStock.io. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening.